Welcome to the House Music Connection podcast. I am your host, Tony Fuel, and each week we have conversations with artists to share industry insights, personal stories, struggles, and successes so that we ultimately can learn from each other and feel more connected to one another as a house music community. In today's episode, we're talking with Stephanie Gadsden, aka I am I'm Gadsden, a relatively new producer from Montreal, Canada. Most artists in our scene have been established for several years, so I wanted I wanted to bring Stephanie on to the podcast so that you know we could hear from a, from a, a relatively new artist uh, and get that perspective. So with that, let's get into the conversation. Hey, Stephanie, and welcome to the podcast. Um, just for listeners' sake, I wanted to bring Stephanie on the podcast because uh, I've been familiar with her mixes for a while. Um, you know, that's how I came across her, and she kind of reached out to me to ask me to do a guest mix for her series. Um, Home is where house music is playing. It was a, a series that she had recently started at the time, and I was thrilled to do a, a mix for it. And uh, since that time, uh, she her um, her profile, on, you know, her SoundCloud listener uh, base has grown, and she's been releasing uh, those uh, episodes uh, pretty consistently. And uh, I thought that Stephanie's uh, story was pretty interesting because she kind of uh, just um, ran with like doing this this mix series. And um, I want to talk a little bit about that, and then also just uh, her experience in uh, you know getting into the house music scene over the last uh, several years and, uh, you know, starting production and, and whatnot. So um, I think that uh, we're in for a treat today with uh, Stephanie's perspective. And um, yeah, so with that, um, Stephanie, uh, welcome <laughs> welcome to the show. And I'm going to ask you if you would, wouldn't mind introducing yourself real briefly. Hello, and thank you for inviting me. Mm-hmm. Um, so how can I start? <laughs> well, I I started uh, DJing like before the, the pandemic, but mm-hmm. I then started doing consistently, you know, because I had a lot of time. And mm-hmm. uh, I always had a passion for music, but like especially house music, which I find like it's a perfect combination between like disco and jazz, you know, all those influences. Mm-hmm. And uh and it has a certain beat that, you know, it just, you know, those who like house music will understand what I mean. For it's sure, hard to yeah. explain. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I basically started producing because I felt like I needed to express even more of that, you know, what I, yeah. what I like. And, uh, in general, Housepedia has been like a project that I opened because I wanted to try to preserve like authentic house music, you know, mm, alive. Yeah. For sure. So I felt it was getting kind of lost. Mm, yeah. yeah. So that's basically, that's basically me. <laughs> yeah. So for listeners, um, Stephanie lives in, uh, in Montreal, Canada, and she has also lived in Mexico and maybe some other places too. Uh, you're, so you're, um, just to confirm, you're currently living in Montreal? Yeah, I'm in Montreal at the moment. Okay, yeah. cool. How long have you been in Canada? Uh, it's been, oh, I lost the count. It's been like seven years around, seven years, yeah. Okay. Were you living in Mexico just before that? Uh, yes. Yeah, I was living in Mexico City for maybe eight years. Okay. And then I was living in another part in Mexico, but basically in Mexico. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. All right. So, um, 
what's your perception of the scene in Montreal for specifically for house music? For house music, um, I feel like in Montreal there's a lot of different like styles going mm. around. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't really. I, I'm not really that involved like in the scene. Honestly, like I'm mm -hmm. not the kind of person that like goes on raves or like stuff like that every weekend. Like mm -hmm. I try to go once I know the artist it's gonna play and I'm, I'm interested in listening to it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not kind of like that. You know, up to date with what's going on and all that. I do follow some of the DJs that are playing around often, you know, and I even did a party last year and I invited like a, a collective that I feel it's, it's connecting really well with that kind of music that we vibe to. Mm. But other than that, they, there's a lot of like, uh, other kind of music, like <laughs> there's mm. different vibes, different yeah. genres going on. Yeah, there's yeah. very diverse, very diverse. That's for for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. And by the way, congratulations. I was looking at your uh, SoundCloud just before this, and it looks like you've published over 150 episodes of Home, Home is Where House is Playing. That's awesome. Congratulations yeah. on that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's been, it's been a journey. And like, I always, I'm on the look for like, cool, uh, producers and DJs that I really like what they curate, especially mm -hmm. what they release and like just trying to keep the vibe. <laughs> yeah. Basically. That's awesome. So, um, how did you get started with the house of PDA or what made you want to start that project in the first place? I mean, you kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier when you said you wanted, you wanted yeah. to kind of help keep the, the vibe alive. So can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah. To be honest, it was, it was kind of like, you know, pandemic, you know, your mm. head was like, you had a lot of time. Yeah. And I always been that kind of person that loves to share music. Yeah. Like I always been known by my friends, like, oh, I could, could play this. Oh, Stephanie, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, at that point I was like, I wanted to do it more serious, you know, the mm -hmm. music sharing, like new series. Yeah. And I was like, why I don't come up with like, you know, at that, time, at, that, at that time I didn't think about a label or anything like that, but something a bit more informal yet professional at the same time you know right and i was like well why won't we call it housepedia you know like this idea of like curating and teaching people about what house music is where it comes from mm -hmm. the different genres genres subgenres and, and all that and mm -hmm. uh yeah i started like doing this uh guest mix series because i was doing like mixes at that time as well and uh yeah now he has developed it, like into like letting people like teaching people about like uh like old tracks that are mm. not really known you know like on instagram i know you, you you've seen that like mm -hmm. i publish uh at least once a week yeah. and uh pre-premiering uh releases from labels and mm. just this kind of stuff yeah. So, um, if I remember correctly, and maybe I could be wrong, but um, you kind of started this, and you—I think that you um, were inspired a little bit by House Salad. And I know that are you friends with uh, Big Pack, and does has he provided has he, has he given you like some mentorship or anything like that? Like mentoring. And to be honest, 
like I, I heard about how salad, but yeah. like I didn't know big pack pick at, at all, you know. Okay. But I think it was you who mentioned me, like, oh, you know, big pack here. Yeah, he's the house salad boss, and oh, okay. And uh, at that point, at that point, I was doing mixes, and I mm -hmm. reached out to him to send him a, a guest mix, and yeah, he published it. And since then, uh, I listened to his mixes because he has also a a series that he is his like. Like hold respect for this guy. Like he publishes every week, yeah. and they're really nice. And um, I listened to that, and I talked to him. And now with his label, the the release that is coming up, uh, we we were in contact a bit more. So yeah, yeah. nice. So yeah, we we kind of have like a bit of the same aim, you know, like trying yeah. to help DJs be heard and all that, right. having a platform for them. Yeah. So yeah. And that's awesome. All right, so. Um, Changing gears a little bit. Um, so I remember you sharing on social media a post where you were kind of sharing a memory of uh, how you kind of got started to, uh, with music by listening to records with your dad. And I thought that was just an amazing story. And I was wondering if you could kind of share um, some, of the, some of that memory uh, with listeners. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was mostly listening on the car with my dad. Like... Mm -hmm. Mexico City is such a big city, so you spend like hours in the car, you know. <laughs> and uh, my dad is like, he loves disco more than anything, like mm. you know, Edwin and Fire, BGs, stuff yeah. like that. And also very white, like he was a well, he is a huge fan of of very white. And uh, mm. I'm not, I don't kind, I don't. Do, I don't know the jam that is very white exactly, but yeah. for sure it has like soul influences soul, and stuff yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel like all of that combinated and you know, at some point it just, it's what I like right now. Like yeah. it's, it's funny actually that you say that because when I started to listen to house music, I didn't know where it, where it was, where it, where it was coming from. Like mm -hmm. I didn't know the influences. Yeah. And then when I started like to study a bit more about all that, I realized that it all comes from disco and mm -hmm. from jazz. And I was like, Oh, it all, it all makes sense now. Like that's yeah. why I like all those things, you know? <laughs> and yeah, that's just, it blew my mind a bit when I realized. And yeah. Uh, yeah. When so. did you um, when did you first discover house music and know that it, it, that's it's a thing like it's that's what it is you know? Uh, well, like my my journey it's kind of strange because like I started like like maybe when I was like twelve years old like mm. listening to things that were not necessarily like house like I mm. I started with Tiesto and stuff like that mm. and then I had also like Daft Punk and mm. you know all those kind of like influences and then from that i've always been like a nerd of like going into youtube and I, what what is dafcon dafcon gonna bring me and it's gonna bring me to another artist and mm. and you know i kept like searching until i reached like old school house like oh what's that i remember stumbled upon garage music mm. and youtube and I was like, this is kind of cool. What is this? You know, I, I, I have no clue what it was. And from there, I just, you know, again, just geeking out on YouTube and SoundCloud until I discover like, you know, random labels that, you know, are n not necessarily uh, known, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, underground, basically, that's how, how we call it. Right. And uh, yeah, and I just fell in love with it. And like, yeah, basically. <laughs> so what, uh, what time period was that about? 
Um, in fact, the first time I like stumbled upon a video of like garage music on YouTube, it was around 2011, 2012. Okay. But at that time, like I saw the video and. Like I didn't like kept studying it a bit more. I just kept my journey, you know, going mm-hmm. through stuff. And then at some point later in life, like maybe five years after, I stumbled upon it again. And I was like, okay, this means that this is my thing. Like <laughs> this kind of like, you know, and yeah. So I just started like discovering all the different genres that are in house, you know, deep house, garage mm-hmm. house. Uh, jacking house and to be honest like right now i love them all it's hard for me to decide which one is my favorite thing yeah but like uh yeah basically so now i i basically just have <laughs> yeah. yeah that's awesome so um let's see uh so you recently got into uh production uh and as we're talking um i'm not sure when this episode will be released but as we're recording it you have your first release up on soundcloud or not soundcloud on it's on, on track source right now right so that's awesome what a huge accomplishment like you will never release your first track again so that's that's awesome so congratulations on that um thank you yeah so what is the track called so it's an EP uh, composed of two tracks. Uh, mm-hmm. One is called New Ways, which is mm-hmm. the name of the EP, and mm-hmm. the other one is called No Guarantee. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's two different tracks with different styles. But like basically, I I decided to do it that way because I I felt like there was my two different influences. One is mm-hmm. more garagey, the other one is more like I call it more jacking, more yassi, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, basically. Cool. And so um, let's see, I I keep calling you Stephanie, but, um, you know, for listeners, um, your artist name is I am Gadsden, right? Yeah, I I go with I'm Gadsden, you know, like contraction. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll be sure to um, make sure that um, there's links in the the show notes for that. So um, I wanted to talk a little bit more about production. Um, So uh, what label is that on? How Salad. How's that? Oh, you're right. You said that. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, um, did you have to work through, I mean, for a lot of us, we kind of have to go through this period of like wondering if our music is good enough. Is, is, yeah. am I good enough? Is my music good enough? Am I good, a good enough producer? What are people yeah. going to think if I put my music out there, am I just fooling myself? You know, things like that. Could you say yeah. a little bit about working through some of the, limiting limiting beliefs or some of the doubts that you had and how did you get to that point to where you felt comfortable enough with your production skills to to release it and just uh, send it to a a label and say hey what do you think well i need to say like i'm i'm still like not as confident as i wish yeah uh now that I'm producing, like I realize how hard it can be to like get rejected by labels or not mm-hmm. hearing back from them, or like you're questioning yourself if what you sent is good enough. Like if you mm-hmm. sent an email and it wasn't good, you know, all those kind of stuff. But like at the end of the day, I feel like like if if I listen back to DJs, like producers in this case, and I go through like their first release. It's definitely not as good as what it is right now. So I know like mm-hmm. I'm going to keep improving. And uh, in fact, like I'm glad I had these connections with Hospiria because I was sending them 
sending to people I know, like for them to give me feedback or to tell me, do you like this beat? Do you think it's too repetitive that I got stuck in the loop, which is classic or, you know, that's kind of stuff. And, uh, I don't know. I just went for it, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's very funny because once you're producing and you kind of start making that face of, of like, it's going, it's going well. You, you, you kind of know this is good. Like the track is good. So yeah. I don't know. It's, I just go with how I feel and, yeah. uh, yeah. That's cool. So what, yeah. um, DAW are you using? Uh, Ableton. Oh, okay, yeah. great. How did you, um, learn Ableton? Is it, did you like take any online courses or anything like that? Or did you, did, is it just trial and error, just practicing on your own? Yeah. So I always had a Ableton on my computer mm -hmm. and, uh, I was opening, but trying things around and, you know, just getting overwhelmed and just not coming back to it. And at some point, like, I was like, you know what, I'm going to pay myself a course because I want to like pass through that, like frustration stage of like not knowing where to click, you know, and I just want to go straight to the phone right. because I knew that I was going to like it. Like I was sure, like since before I took university I knew I wanted to make music mm -hmm. so for me there was like no doubt that it was it was gonna be like you know a bad investment or a bad you know buying the course right. so I did and then after that like of course like learning the doll was not just like oh I, I'm you know a producer I still needed to try you know what's house music how is, is it conform of what you know this uh the kick on certain, the certain beat and then the clap, you know, and all those things that I mm -hmm. had to learn just by watching YouTube videos mm -hmm. and, uh, just by listening to the tracks I like. And mm -hmm. since then it's been just, you know, improving with time, just experimenting. Yeah. Are there any uh, yeah. specific channels on YouTube that you find yourself going back to? Like, for instance, I used, I used to go back to, um, or I, would, I still do go back to music production tutorials with Danny, Danny J, J. Lewis a lot. Um, he's got like, he's probably one of my favorite, uh, yeah. stations. What are, what are some of your favorite YouTube channels for learning production? Right now, two that come to mind is Olian's house. Have you heard of him? What is it? It's Olian's house. I think is oh. the name. I'll have to check it out. No. I've, I've probably watched some of the videos, but maybe not it's familiar with the channel. It's a oh, okay. super small channel, but okay. he's like, uh, he's, he's more not, not, not for like door things. It's more like for house music mm. and he teaches you stuff like that. And he's like super focused on like garage and stuff like that. And that's one I can, can come to my mind right now. Another mm -hmm. one that is like very big. It's called <laughs> You Suck at Producing, I think is the name of this channel. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you, uh, the guy is like hilarious, like his tutorials, it's like basically a joke, but mm. he's really good at explaining it. Like it surprises mm. me that he, he's able to like, you know, make it a joke and at the same time yeah. make you understand things. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's more, but those are ones that come to mind right now and I keep getting back to them. Who are some artists that you look up to? And that you, um, not necessarily, I mean, I don't want to say copy, like, but you want to maybe emulate their vibe a little bit. Uh, of course you want to, of course we all want to do our own thing, but they're all, I mean, I think a lot of us still have producers that we still kind of look up to that we want to, that we, uh, that really kind of influence us a lot. Are there a few that you kind of look to for, I guess your, um, education, if you will, as far as like 
being influenced by the sound and the vibe? Yeah, so like I feel like I'm still in the stage of like going in my door and trying to like emulate certain style and to see what style I like better mm -hmm. because it's not the same like I like listening to mm -hmm. I like producing this mm -hmm. and uh, mm, I would say there's this uh, DJ producer that I like that is called Rough Stuff mm -hmm. I really like his, his stuff it's like very raw mm -hmm. I love like very raw drums mm -hmm. And there's this other guy, his, um, his name is Swin Duke. I don't know if you heard of him. Um, I, I don't know. I love his tracks. And I actually reached out to him once and I invited him to a podcast. And I talked to him a couple of times. Like, he just has this, like, super melodic kind of stuff. Like, he's more melodic. It's hard to explain. Like, mm. to be honest, at the, end, at the end of the day, as an artist, like, there's different styles. Mm. Then at the end, you get influenced by them and something like unique comes you know for sure yeah. i'm i'm hoping that will happen like oh, i'm not will. sure if that'll happen soon but yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah there's yeah. I mean, plenty of inspiration everywhere so oh for sure yeah, there's, there's almost like there's so much and there's so many artists that i look up to so yeah i, I get what you're yeah. saying and then um i mean as as we get more experience we um, I guess kind of develop our own sound and it kind of it's i don't think that we can necessarily set out to to like make our own stuff we can't like say okay this is going to be like my sound or whatever <laughs> it's kind of like yeah. comes comes about naturally or, or organically through years of you know a few years of production and finding out what it is and i don't know i feel like i'm still discovering discovering that for myself and i imagine that a lot mm -hmm. of artists are still they're not they're not necessarily stuck on one sound and yeah, they're still evolving yeah. and changing and learning and growing. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, let's see. Going back to Housepedia and uh, houses or oh, home is where house music <laughs> is playing. Yeah. So, um, again, you've uh, released 150 episodes of that. And um, initially, I imagine that you were kind of like cold calling and like, you know, knocking on doors and saying, hey, um, do you think you could submit a, a guest mix for my, you know, my new series or whatever? What um, yeah. has that? Uh, do you still have to reach out to people or do you still want to reach out to people? And then or are you finding that there's a lot of people that are coming to you now? How has that uh, evolved over the last couple few years that you've been doing that yeah i had uh uh some guests uh well quite 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 a bit of guests that reach out to to me to mm -hmm. to see if i can like host them you know mm -hmm. and uh i also i some of them i reach out some of them that i really want them to be you know and and I, I just give them the time they need to to get a mix done because I know sometimes people are busy and all that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it, I was surprised at some point that I started like getting mixes submitted like without mm -hmm. me needed to you know to like ask. Yeah. And uh, some of them were producers that I knew, so I was like quite impressed. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's nice. that's been. Yeah, so um, let's see. You've been just busy with the the mix series, and then um, all right. So, uh, question for clarification. So, there's Housepedia, 
which is yeah. like the, the the profile or the, the stations. Then there's the podcast, Home is Where House Music is Playing. So what is the, yeah. I guess, the distinction between those two? Yeah, so it's funny you say that because like Home is Where House is Playing was the name of, of the mixes I was doing while I was in the pandemic mm -hmm. and like lockdown. And it all comes from there. It comes from home you know being mm. locked down home yeah. is where house is playing sure and uh then i had this idea of opening like a platform for to like curate house music you know and let people know about the roots etc just what i said before and mm -hmm. uh i was like well i already have this series and i really like the name you know mm -hmm. home house yeah and uh, i was like well why don't we call it home is where house is playing and uh yeah so i just combined them and uh yeah i don't know i think like now i see it like housepedia the name of the of the of the channel how mr house is playing is more like the slogan maybe mm. and uh yeah that's how it goes now <laughs> sure you mentioned also yeah. with that series um or with that channel you're able to uh i guess um do um kind of help labels promote uh, some tracks like how did you get started with that so at the beginning, um, I, I like it was hard. Like I didn't know a, a, a lot of stuff about labels, about copyright, about stuff like that. And, mm -hmm. and I was just reaching out. Like I, I was seeing these channels because there's always existed channels that do premieres and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, people were thinking that I was just some star, some sort of scammer at some point. Oh, yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. Like I just wanna, you know, help out. You know, like, mm -hmm. like. If I if you want your your tracks to be heard, I can help. But to be honest, at the beginning that's kind of hard because you have like no followers, so like mm. no one believes no no credibility at all. Yeah. But it it took time. It took like at the beginning it was like super small labels, then a big a bigger labels, and now like people know that it's a serious project. That it's been there for you know more than one year. Like mm -hmm. it's been there. Uh, it's a consistent brand. You know everything. So. Now it's easier for for labels to trust and uh, for me to reach out like, hey, do you have any releases? Like we premiere stuff in the channel and like that's basically promotion, you know, for house music, underground house music. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so that was a struggle at the beginning. Like people were just <laughs> not trusting, you know, what I was doing. And that's, you know, completely, I completely understand with that. Like, right. And because uh, some yeah. people come and it's come and go, and yeah, it's uh, yeah. yeah. I was actually worried when I first started this podcast that people weren't going to agree to do it because it hadn't it hadn't been <laughs> it hadn't yeah. been out yet. But hopefully, I've established myself enough. I mean, I was actually really pleasantly surprised with uh, how many people said yes to it and were believed in it enough, believed in me enough to to know that I was going to follow through. Yeah. And they were taking a, taking a risk. Uh, so I appreciate that you took a risk in in uh, saying yes to this podcast before it even. It was released so thank you for that um yeah so it does take a while to establish your credibility and uh you know for people to know that you're that you're legit yeah so yeah so one thing i kind of want to ask about um might be a little bit awkward but like i i feel like there's um there's not enough i feel like there's not enough women producers i mean we're seeing more and more these days but mm -hmm. do you feel like there's ever been like a did you ever feel that 
being a woman has held you back in any way, like as far as like production or like, uh, or like getting yourself out there or anything like that? I mean, maybe not, but like, I mean, I guess what, what I could, maybe what's maybe a better question is why do you feel like this industry is so male dominated right now or has been yeah. for a long time and it's getting, it's getting better, but why do you yeah. feel like more women aren't, uh, making music is like like men are yeah like why do i feel like there's not a lot of women making music that's yeah i mean not enough Um, not quite sure yeah i I don't really know that's an interesting question because like there's no like you know someone telling you you're a woman you can't you know (laughs) no one's telling you i think it's just a matter of preferences Mm. like I don't know, even in my day job, like, uh, well, there's a lot of women, but most of them is men. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't I haven't been, like, producing for a long time to feel like being a woman has been, like, uh, you know, open less doors for me in terms of, like, getting signed or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or, no. But I don't think, like... I think like people are like generation, the people, how do you say, label owners, like, are, like I don't think they have those prejudices at, like, at all. I mean, I haven't felt it, but um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel intimidated or anything. So just, you know, go and do my thing and <laughs> yeah. Are there, are there any women producers that you look up to that, you know, you feel are kind of, blazing a trail for uh, maybe blazed a trail for you oh, I'm trying to see if something comes to mind uh, oh it's tough <laughs> I don't like yeah for sure I know like you know singers a lot of women but mm-hmm. all their genres like maybe but like house music right now like oh oh that's tough I don't know I don't <laughs> I don't remember I know there's a girl called, uh, called Elisa Elisa. Uh, mm-hmm. I, 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 there's one track that I like from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Lea Lisa also. Mm-hmm. She's a woman as well. Uh, that's what comes to mind right now, but I will know if there's like one woman that I like, oof, admire. I, it will come to mind really fast right now, but yeah. no. Okay. Yeah. So let's see. Do you have any projects um, in the works right now for production? Like, I mean, so you've released one track. Do you have any more that are in the pipeline for being released? Yeah, I have an upcoming uh, single with Blue Records that is coming uh, the late February. Nice. And uh, other than that, I stopped producing for a while because of vacations and all that. Mm. And uh, I'm gonna start redoing that and you know I, I don't pressure myself to like really seem like if I'm a machine you know I'm just mm-hmm. take the time to you know and once I feel like something's it's worth it I just send demos yeah but yeah I don't have anything else other than that at the moment yeah but I'm yeah. sure it'll come so do you see your do yeah. you see yourself um producing for the rest of your life at the moment, yes, I have I have fun. Like yeah. I, I I like uh, uh, personally, like for me, DJing is a bit stressful because mm. 
I, I know a lot of DJs that tell me it's okay if you make a mistake mm-hmm. and the blend's not good. But for me, I'm such a perfectionist. So mm-hmm. DJs, DJing is a performance. So once I do a mistake, I just lose the vibe and I want to quit the whole mix. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of discouraging me a bit. And mm-hmm. uh, I was like, well, I want to produce and be able to like make mistakes and, mm-hmm. you know, try things and, you know, and that's why I, I really love it because... It's not the same as DJ, but at the same time, it's like music. So I'm yeah. making something like that. And if I make a mistake, it's okay. Like no one's yeah. going to, you know, I don't need to restart the mix again. <laughs> so I really like it because I'm a, such a stressful person when it comes to like performance stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Are you a Virgo? I, I really, <laughs> sorry? Are you Virgo? <laughs> Virgo? Yeah, that's, that's what you're uh, saying. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm Leo. So, <laughs> no. yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. So have you, so speaking of DJing, have you played, have you DJed out very much uh, in Montreal or uh, anywhere else? Yeah, I played at the bar uh, a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I play also like in another bar with other DJs invite me to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did the party last year. Yeah. But other than that, not much. Like I said before, I'm not like, in order to play around, you need to go out a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, not, I really not do that a lot anymore. Mm-hmm. So I understand, you know. Yeah. Uh, but still, like, I'm not feeling bad at all. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like I needed, like, that's also a thing. Like, I, I, I wanted, like, to connect with an audience, you know, and if I do that through DJing, it's cool, but you can do that also through producing mm-hmm. and, you know, like seeing someone, I mean, I haven't experienced that yet, but I bet like when you see a DJ, like, you know, uh, supporting your track, you, you, you feel good. You, you, you know, like, you know, you made an impact. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I really like that. Uh, well, I haven't experienced that uh, yet, but I'm sure it's going to happen at some point. So <laughs> yeah, it's uh, must feel nice. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's 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 fun DJing, um, but I, I definitely yeah. prefer being in the studio and being, um, yeah. especially like with having kids and and uh, you know a family and, and a spouse. Um, it's 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 hard to justify leaving the house yeah. to go out and. You know, just yeah. uh, do. I mean, I I like the vibe, and but I, you know, I'm I'm not like I'm not as young as I used to be, and I'm not I don't move the way that I used to. So I don't know. I yeah. kind of like I really like the loungy type of parties more, and so um, yeah, yeah. I wish there were more yes, of those. Well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm such a morning person. Like I wake mm. up early, and that's like actually when when I when I want to produce, I produce in the morning before I start my day job. Mm-hmm. So for me, like uh, going to a party like late at night, it it's, it takes a lot of effort. Um, I can do it, but as I say, I don't do it often. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Yeah. So um, for um, I guess uh, switching, uh, changing gears a little bit away from the professionals, uh, like the the DJ artist music side. What do you do for a day yeah. job? Yeah. So I I do visual effects for films. Uh, mm. so I'm in the computer all day. <laughs> that okay. was actually why I hesitated doing, making music, like producing, because I was like, Oh, I don't want to be in a computer again, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I got myself the drum machine because yeah. I wanted to not be in a screen, like, you know, yeah. get an idea done in there. 
and mm-hmm. I wish I could at some point have more stuff hardware yeah uh, but uh, but yeah and basically it's quite stressful so sometimes there's deadlines mm-hmm. and there's like less time to work on those creative yeah. projects that we have you know on the side mm-hmm. but uh, yeah basically so do you use uh what is it adobe after effects for that or is it other like is it more like is that uh now i'm thinking of maybe i'm not even thinking thinking of it the right way maybe it's you probably (laughs) you probably do something way more advanced (laughs) than that (laughs) yeah um no we use one software called uh, nuke it's like after effects okay but more professional it's like (laughs) i don't know how to it will be hard to explain uh it's it's better for the pipelines on the studios. Mm, yeah, that makes and, sense. Uh, yeah, that's basically what we use. Yeah. So um, let's see. If people were wanting to get in touch with you, what's the best way to, or best, where's the best place to do that? Um, I'm, I'm pretty approachable through like Instagram, or mm. I think Instagram is the easiest. Like, mm-hmm. if you message me through my fan page on facebook is quite hard to <laughs> reply yeah. back leave it on facebook like i have some people reaching out like on my personal web uh, facebook mm-hmm. so email like mm-hmm. wherever <laughs> you know yeah. what's more comfortable for them to do yeah yeah so um to find out more about you and like your mix series um is it is, is soundcloud probably the best place to kind of experience that yeah they um you can find it on Housepedia's channel and uh, also on Apple Podcasts, but most of the time people just do it on SoundCloud. I did quit, stop doing that for like a while now because I was focusing on on producing. And uh, to be honest, I didn't want, I was so consistent, like every month I was doing it, that for me it was just, you know, more stress. So I was like, you mm. know what? I need to stop it right now. I can't. Yeah. Later in life, I'll redo it. It's yeah. fine. And uh, but yeah, there's all the episodes that I've done. They're there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Are you still doing the house homeless where house music is playing? Like for like with guest mixes? Yeah, that's still there. Uh, yeah. Every week, I try to have a guest. Yeah. There's weeks where there's no guests, but yeah i try to be as consistent as possible yeah and uh every friday i that's the day when a new episode comes out nice all right well i would encourage all listeners to check out your your soundcloud um i'll be sure to post links in the show notes and in the youtube description so um yeah so are are there any um parting words that you would like to leave listeners with as far as um uh, a central message or you know a central philosophy related to music and house music or anything like that i love philosophy <laughs> <laughs> i i actually read I, I i really like it i feel like it's it's quite something that people lack like try to find purpose on mm. something and you know and if i met, if i were to say something right now it's that I feel like right now music is so centered on like what you post on social media, you know, Mm. like if you don't post in social media, you're not doing anything. Yeah. And for me, that's kind of stressful because I'm not the kind of person that it's always there posting things about what I'm doing and all that. I just Mm -hmm. don't really like that. Uh, But now that I'm producing, I feel like I'll need to do that in order for my music to be heard. But there's one philosophical quote that I love that says that like 
like if there's a tree on the woods and no one's there to hear it like did it really you know fail you know and i think like we are at that moment in life like in music you know like if i don't post it if i don't you know show that i did it did Mm -hmm. it actually like got released you know Mm -hmm. and i try not to get so attached to that and just like if no one is hearing it as long as i am enjoying it it's worth it you know Mm. but of course it's hard because you know you see all the artists you know getting you know the attention and you you want that you know that you want your music to be heard so now you want to also you know so it's you know but you know just don't compare yourself because i feel like comparison is like the thief of joy yeah for sure also Mm -hmm. and that's just really hard but you know everyone does it so yeah 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 well and that goes for djing as well you know yeah. you listen to someone else's mix and you're like oh i wish i was that good but uh, and you know yeah that's basically yeah well and the thing is like i uh, i mean some people might think okay it's selfish because we want to get our music heard but the thing is it's really about like our joy of the, the music making process yeah. and we want to share that joy with others and i think that for most of us that are in it you know for the most of us are in it, for the, I think, for the right reasons. And we, the reason why we want to share that is because we want to spread that joy to others and spread that yeah. message of house music to, to others as well. So I don't think that yeah. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to share your music. And yeah. um, as far as the social media thing, I don't know. That's actually one of the reasons I started this podcast is because I'm just so over over what. Um, I'm kind of over social media and like, I feel like it's just, uh, I don't know, the platforms are there just to make money and they're kind of like, you know, they're really throttling. Yeah. They're kind of limiting, limiting who is going to see your posts and whatnot. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel yeah. like this, this format hopefully is a little bit more deep and, um, hopefully I'm sure that, uh, people are going to resonate with your music and your, your background and, uh, you know, what you have to share. So I'm really grateful that you came on the podcast. Um, yeah, is there anything else that you want to say to listeners before we wrap up? I think that's it. I really like what I said at the end. Um, no, thank you for inviting me. And like, I hope like listeners, like, you know, get something nice from the conversation and, Mm -hmm. uh, basically, well, th- yeah, well, thank, thank you for you. doing what you do with, um, you know, the Homes Where House Music playing House Music is Playing series. And uh, I'm super excited that you are putting out music now and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, more of those tracks uh, from you as the, you know, as time goes on. So uh, kudos for, you. Uh, you know, getting working, uh, just working through the, the pain of uh, learning, the learning curve and uh, getting your music out there. That's awesome. So I'm really excited for that. Thank you. All right. Yeah, I can't wait to like grow more as a producer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, don't we all? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, this, this conversation. Take care. I hope you've enjoyed this content. I have a free gift for you. If you feel overwhelmed by all of the tasks that we have to complete as artists today, my release roadmap can help. You can download it at TonyFuel.com slash roadmap. It's absolutely free. The tool helps clear up mental energy for creative activities because it gives you one place to manage all of your tasks related to music production, demo submissions, releases, and social media. Gain clarity and make more music today by downloading the, the release roadmap at TonyFuel.com roadmap.